Morning, John. Morning, bro. How you doing, bro? I am well. How about you? All right, John. So we, we start, as we've started so many other weeks with uh, the weather report, uh, I went out uh, to grab breakfast uh, in, in the last hour, and it was raining, and I'm doing air quotes, John. There were chunks of things in the rain this morning, so... Uh, it's not supposed to be how rain is. It's not supposed to be chunky. Well, when it's about 38 degrees out, sometimes, uh, you know, rain, rain, rain's not rain. Yeah. No, let's not use the word shit. It's not shit. It might be like shit, but it uh, clearly we were headed, and there were predictions that there might be a certain amount of snow around here. So let, let me just say, from what I saw this morning, we came pretty close to what we would call some snow on the 16th of April. Yeah, it's, it's unseasonably cool here as well. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure it's probably in the 70s there, and it's killing y'all. No, it's in the 50s and low 60s, and it's going to rain all day today. And it's supposed to be really cold and windy tomorrow, too. Oh, uh, okay. I don't think we're going to see 60 degrees tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right, well, there you go. There's our there's our weather report, uh, you know, as it used to say the Mexican weather report, right, John? Right. Which, which may be more true for you than it is for me, right? Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so, John, uh, second week in a row, we're going to start the podcast talking about last weekend's sporting event. And uh, I'm going to open with uh, the same thing I did last week. It was a bit of a, more than a bit of a disappointment, the, the last round of the Masters. Yeah, um, you Usually you expect a little bit of drama in the final round. You expect somebody to try and make a move. Maybe the leader's going to falter a little bit, and just none of that happened. It was just a pretty much a very mundane walk to the finish. Right. For, uh, although, although, although history is going to show that he only won by one, it was never it was never really in doubt. So. Uh, no, it started um, uh, Matsuyama, who is Japanese, which is a big deal. We'll get to in a moment. Uh, yeah. what, what was up by four strokes going into Sunday. Uh, at one point, was up six, and uh, with, between him frittering and uh, 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 whoever finished second, uh, Salateras uh, picking up a stroke here and there. They ended up only being one at the end, but there was never really. Uh, much hope that that was going to end up being anybody but Matsuyama winning after just a few holes on the front nine. So, uh, yeah, uh, kind, kind, of, kind of a disappointment in terms of drama. Uh, obviously, uh, a huge deal. Uh, golf in Japan is big, 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 big. Uh, they cover the Masters. They, they run it on TV in the middle of the night every night, have for 50 years. And to have a Japanese golfer win, uh, I can only imagine what, what it's like back in Japan. I, I'm sure he's probably put up a a big, uh, you know, stone stone base so he can stand on and they can worship him. So uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's been fairly he's been really successful on the tour. I mean, I think he's a he's a top twenty golfer. He's he's but he gets shredded in the Japanese media for for not being better or doing more. So for me, I think it's, I'm, I'm 
actually really happy for him, and he kind of gets to get this monkey off his back, and and maybe now, like you said, he'll be more applauded and and, and worshipped in in Japan than you know. Well, I guess I, I, excited I, for yeah. being, you know, not winning a major yet. So, but but you know that's a. Uh... There's been high expectations for him for a decade uh, as they couldn't stop pointing out on the stupid broadcast. I guess they get one of these nuggets and they they got it, got beat it to death like a dead horse, right? That uh, He was low amateur like 11 years ago. And, uh, you know, so since since he was low amateur every year, they thought that potentially he, could, he was going as a pro do something. And, and he's never... You know, this is the first time he's really been in serious contention, I think. But uh, yeah, uh, he, he's been—you know—he's had—he's had big expectations, and uh, as you say, he's been a good pro. Uh, but uh, he's never been—you know—gotten broken through the way he just did. And uh, you know, the Japanese media, uh, sports media, is really rough on—you know—their their people. So. Uh, this uh, this will give him a, a little while where he'll be, you know, he'll, he'll get positive coverage until he misses the cut in the PGA next month and <laughs> or, or, or something. But anyway, so yes, uh, he he is a, an accomplished player. It's not a big surprise that he eventually wins one, uh, some, some major event. He he has the game, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, it'll, it'll make for his life will be an interesting thing. I don't, you know, I, you know, you and I are staying a long way from what he's up to and all that, but I can't imagine he'll contend again for quite a while just because the media hassle, uh, and everything that's going to happen to him back home. Uh, I, I can't believe he can keep his head together on golf, uh, through, through all that. And, I heard somebody uh, uh, doing the analysis uh, after Saturday's round that if the Japanese media could just leave him alone till Monday, it would probably help. But he's going to have to do 500 interviews after Saturday's round and everything, you know. Uh, so yeah, he's he's going to be he's going to be busy yeah. back home for a little bit, and which that's where he went. He went back home um, this right. week, so right. I don't even imagine he's going to play in the next couple events. Right. Yeah. He went back home, some good pictures of him going through the airport with his green jacket. Yeah. So, By himself. Yeah. Right. Uh, fly, flying, uh, uh, not charter, but just uh, on, on a regular flight. So uh, there you go. I think uh, that might change. That's the good news about all this attention. Uh, I suspect the man will be cashing some checks in the next few weeks. Right, John? Yeah, I bet, I bet his sponsorships really kick in for him. Yeah, I, I bet I bet there will be some some people wanting uh, pictures of him in his green jacket, uh, you know, touting touting uh, all sorts of things. So uh, there you go. But uh, bit of a as I said, disappointing that we didn't have more drama on the back nine, and uh, it, it's really uh, fun to try and think about why people didn't play better. Uh, didn't shoot better scores uh, very uh, on, on the various days, and uh, of course uh, Matsuyama 
uh, came out. They had a big rain delay on Saturday, and he came out of the rain delay. Well, how many birdies did he make? Four or something like that? An eagle and three birdies or something after the rain delay on Saturday. Took advantage of some softer conditions and put himself four up going to Sunday. And um, that, as they say, is 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 it? Yes. So. Uh, yeah, but, he's uh, he came out on fire after that, and uh, I mean, it, he only shot you know seventy two, I think, on that day. But no, I no, he went a lot lower than that. I think he shot sixty seven Saturday. Yeah, he shot sixty five on Saturday. Sixty five. Yeah, went, went low after the uh, the rain delay, and just came out hot, and right. uh, which is huge, and. You know, to take that four-stroke lead into Sunday is, is you can relax, but you can't relax too much. And, and uh, I think he played the way he needed to play. He didn't need to go out and shoot another round in the 60s. He just needed to play his game, play for a lot of pars, not make a big mistake, right. and make the field behind him. Uh, press and make them try and chase him down. So yeah, somebody somebody is four strokes back needed to shoot sixty eight or sixty seven to push him to get to the magic number of twelve that I said might be the number if they're scoring, and uh, nobody did. So uh, congratulations to him, and uh, now we look forward to uh, the next major, which is at a place I've actually played, uh, Kiowa Island, uh, South Carolina in uh three or four weeks i i don't know how many i don't know which weekend it is i i haven't gotten used to the new may pga schedule yet Me neither. yeah especially considering what they do at once and last year they were off so <laughs> it's kind of hard kind of hard to get used to something so well john you know we were saying how many things we had to talk about there for three or four weeks and now the Masters is over, and the NCAA tournament's over, and here we are, uh, John. I guess we're, yeah, we're are we going to pay more attention to baseball now, John. Yeah, we're kind of in that lull. I mean, it's the beginning of the season for baseball, so even that's not really all that exciting. Um, you know, with baseball season being so long, it just it's hard to get into you know the first. Uh, 20, 30 games of the season for me, anyway, especially when my team sucks. So, well, okay, okay, your team, your team sucks. I, I don't think they suck quite as bad as you always make it worse than it is. Uh, but uh, I, I, I've heard people say that it's actually the first thirty games or so you pay attention, and then you ignore them till the last couple months if they're still in contention. It's really hard to sustain six months of of serious baseball watching is uh, not what the yeah. typical fan does. So, um, no, and we got the NBA playoffs are nearing us. We only got about 15 games left in the regular season, I think, before the playoffs start and with the weird controversial play-in game that is <laughs> happening this year that has been most people are, I don't think anybody really is agreeing with, but somehow it's still happening. Well, you know, uh, the obvious John statement here, John, is it's about money. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, that's all right. You you were you were playing my role there for a moment, but John, 
Doesn't the NBA have a problem if it's not the Nets, Lakers in the final? Um, isn't every going, everybody going to be kind of ho-hum and uh, maybe they won't have as many eyes as... Uh, they're going to have a lot fewer eyes if it's not the Nets, Lakers. I don't necessarily agree with that. No? Um, I think you got the 76ers who are entertaining. They have some young players on their team. They got You got the Bucks who have the Greek freak. You got Boston Celtics, which just it's the Boston Celtics. So they're always... You know, draw a crowd and draw spectators. You got the New York Knicks, which are the six seed, which aren't going to go very far. But, um, you know, it's the New York market. So, again, you get, you know, anything with that Philly, Brooklyn, New York, Boston market is going to bring some viewership. Um, as far as the Western Conference goes, then, yeah, I, I, you know, if it's the Phoenix Suns that end up being in the NBA Finals, Okay, I'm not. I'm not sure why you went to your British accent there, but uh, yeah, I think I think the Lakers, uh, you know, and and they have trouble with everybody being healthy. I think the Clippers with uh, with uh, uh, Leonard um, are a big deal and might might be able to give them a, push them a bit. But uh, I I think the NBA and, and you know all the media is, is all about this potential matchup between. You know LeBron and and the guys he's put together, and however you want to describe the Nets, uh, you know, trying to put together another big three to make a run, and uh, whether that big three is really a big three or not. Right. Yeah, I mean they they played well. They, the Nets, you know, they're yeah, they're number one. Well. I, I think they're the number one seed at this point in the East. They've no, won a lot. Well, that's, that's right. I saw the headline: the Sixers beat them the other night to to take the lead. So I, I, my mistake there. Uh, I, I got behind on, on the on the narrative arc there. Uh, the Sixers seem to want to beat them and be the one seed. So I guess there's some interest as we finish up. John, John, you skimmed over baseball there. Uh, you, you had big doings there in the Plex last Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My 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 kid was there at the game. Uh, I guess he's at least nominally a Padres fan, so he and some buddies had tickets to the Friday night Padres Rangers game. And the uh, guy from the Rangers threw threw a no hitter, the first one in Padres history, and they are the last team in Major League Baseball to have somebody throw a no hitter, which is kind of kind of amazing, John. So. Uh, it is. Uh, so weird, it? talk about big deals. Yeah, yeah. But you know, would have been, been a perfect game if he hadn't uh, plunked the guy. Well, you, you know, a uh, guy from the White Sox did the same thing uh, Wednesday night. Uh, ruined his perfect game hitting a batter, though. Um, I don't know if you saw it, John, but he hit him in the toe with a with a a slider. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and so. He actually chirped at the guy going up the, the first baseline. I think he told him you could have moved your foot, guy, or something. But uh, there, there you go. I don't know exactly what he said. but uh, So so anyway, uh, John, there in the plex, I, I suspect you might it might not be the last no-hitter uh, you hear about uh, in Ranger Stadium this year. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> they're, they're not very good at all. 
uh, they, uh, I do not understand what, what happened to them, but, uh, you know, I, I get, I guess some guys got old and, uh, they, they've made some bad choices and, uh, and here they are stuck with, uh, a really bad team. It looks like this year. Yeah, I think it's going to be more than just this year. They don't really seem to have any great prospects in their system. And I, I don't know what's going on. If they, they're going to be the bottom of the barrel here for a couple of years. Oh, that's not, that's not good. And then, of course, you were, you were sobbing about the Cubbies. Uh, why, why are you sobbing about the Cubbies already? I mean, they're, they're, their record's not that bad, John. It's worse than the Rangers. It's wor- is it really? Literally? Yeah, the Rangers are, yeah, the Rangers are six and seven. The, Cub, or the Cubs are five and seven. Oh, well, uh, okay. Whew. That difference is, makes all the, all the difference in the world, huh? I mean, they're uh, almost as bad as the Pirates. Uh, well, they are only two games back in the Central. Um, so for, so what what happened to the Cubs? If we're going to claim that the Cubs are 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 are, are crappy this year, uh, five years from winning the uh, World Series, and a core of those players are still playing with them, John. Yeah, but we have they have no pitching. They have Hendricks. That's it. Okay, uh, and and uh, the, I, I guess uh, I I don't need to say anything more. But they they still have Bryant, they still have Rizzo, they still have Baez. Uh, the Contreras wasn't was did he play five years ago? I don't think he did. Did he? He wasn't a catcher. The guy whose manager was a catcher, famously. Yes, that's correct. Right. Yes. So uh, right. So. Uh, so they, they have a, a starting lineup that begins as a starting lineup that should be good, John. Yeah, and they, for whatever reason, they can, they just like in years past, they either are going to score eight runs or they're going to score zero runs. They just can't seem to get consistently any good run production. There's, I mean, if you look at their names, there's some good names in our roster. Yeah. Wilson Contreras, Anthony Rizzo, David Bodie. <laughs> Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, Jock Peterson, Ian Happ, Jason Hayward, Chris Bryant. I mean, those are all fairly. Those are at least good pros, if not. I mean, several of those guys are perennial all-stars, so, yeah. Yeah, but they can't produce, and I don't know. I don't get it. So, and when you got one guy that can go out and pitch well, and you have to score five or six runs every game, I guess that makes it even worse. Well. Let me, let me say, uh, I, I, I'm older than you are, John, so I remember this phenomenon better than you, you do. But the Cubs traditionally, and the White Sox, have a lot of trouble this time of year. And part of it is weather. Uh, the uh, playing in Chicago in April, uh, you, don't, you don't worry too much about being overly warm. And typically the teams warm up when it, when it warms up, so... Maybe you have some hope that, uh, you know, when, when the temperature gets like it is there in uh, the Plex uh, all the time, uh, maybe they'll hit better because it's tough. There have been a lot of 45-degree days they've been playing on in Chicago. Their average batting average for the entire team is .163. That's below the Mendoza line for that's, the entire it's well, team. It's well below the Mendoza line, yes. So. That is 
that's, horrific. That's awesome. Wow. That, see, that's a stat we need to use uh, uh, frequently, John. Uh, when it, well, uh, yeah, and, and as I said, uh, my White Sox are uh, not off to a much better start than the Cubs, but uh, Rodon threw a uh, no-hitter uh, Wednesday night. I turned it on uh, like the fifth or sixth inning. Uh, he had a perfect game going. He has a perfect game going to the ninth inning and hits the guy on the foot. Uh, it, to ruin his perfect game, that's all he gave up. Uh, and uh, it, that's the 20th no hitter in White Sox history. Just to put the Padres, who of course were or were new in the 60s, so they haven't been around as long as the White Sox, but still, um, that's a lot of that's a big difference. Uh, yeah, yeah, and of course, I, I'm I'm just going to throw this out there. White Sox have had some guys who could barely throw the ball. Uh, well, at the time they, they threw no hitters, they could throw the ball, but they've had some guys throw no hitters who you, you ask, who were they? Yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, but didn't they have one guy that was, who was the one that was there? Was Satchel, Satchel Page wasn't a White Sox, was he? He played for the White Sox for a little while. Yes. When he was 80 years old. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. No, no, the, 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 the most recent, no hitter king for the White Sox is Mark Burley, who now threw both the two no two no hitters and, and one of which was a perfect game. So, and he gets you know he is now up for all Hall of Fame consideration. And you know I see tweets of people saying get Burley in, get Burley in. I, I don't think he's a Hall of Fame pitcher, but he's at least he's good enough to get that consideration. The one who who. Uh, uh, I can't even tell you the guy's name who had the no-hitter before Rodon the other night because he didn't even, I don't even think he made it through the season that year. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it, 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 uh, no-hitters are, are, are fun to talk about, but it's not always an indicator of what, what great quality the pitcher is uh, in, in any long-term way. Let, let me just say about Rodon, if you, you people don't know, uh, he was a big deal. He's a first-round draft pick. I can't tell you what year off the top of my head, but a few years ago. And then he had Tommy John surgery um, three years ago. Uh, hurt his arm, obviously. If you don't know, Tommy John means your elbow's torn up and your throwing arm, and they put a, uh, a new piece of uh, a tendon in your elbow. And it's a, 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 almost a full year recovery time, usually, for that. So he missed a year because of that and came back and hurt his shoulder last year right after he came back so in the last two years i think he's pitched 11 games or something like that uh and, and so uh, they released him uh, in the off season and he signed back with them on a minor league deal uh hoping to make the team and obviously he made the team and is the he's a five starter at this point but here he's pitched a shutout and a no hitter his first two starts so it looks like uh, he's back, and they, the new pitching coach, I guess, uh, has changed his delivery so he doesn't throw so much across his body. And uh, it's made a big difference in terms of uh, how well he's been throwing. So there you go. There's a interesting tip. Yeah. That was riveting information. Well, you know, it, it's. I'm sorry. I think. I think it's a, a great story. These guys get hurt like that and spend years getting back, John. And 
You know, it's yeah, hit, it, is, hit, it is a great story. It, it's hit or miss whether you ever, you know, you're ever anything again, right? And sure. clearly, when he got released, uh, you know, you know, you had to, yeah, he had to wonder, you know, is my career over? What am I going to do? And so here he's back. Of course, it's only two games. He may be cut before, uh, you know, the end of July, but uh, at least it's early. Yeah, you don't know, right, John? But but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. At this point, it's a good story. Yeah. So there you go. So so John, I, I heard you wanted to talk about horse racing. First, I was going to ask you: Are there any surprises in Major League Baseball well, for you so far? Well, John, you know we talked a couple weeks ago, and the Red Sox sucked it up the first series, and then they went ripped off nine wins in a row. And I, you know, I had the standings up; I didn't double check. I'm sure they're in first place in the AL East, and uh, they yeah. they're supposed to have a sucky team, John. So uh, I think that that is a big, big surprise. Uh, I, I again, okay. I think I still have it up, John. So let me look. Dodgers are are eleven and two, John. Eleven uh-huh. and two. Uh, I can't do the math. Uh, they're only two and a half games ahead of the Padres. Well, yeah, of the Padres at this point. But and Giants. Well, I, I I don't think anybody thinks the Giants are going uh, stand up to the to the long season, but. Uh, you play 850 ball, John, uh, you're probably going to win, win the division. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, they're been there to say they think they might set the new record for wins this year. I, I think, yeah, the people, yeah, I, somebody claimed they might win 120 games. but So that that's not a surprise, John, but I think we have to say, we have to reinforce it and say, wow, they're living up to it at this point. They play the Padres in a series this weekend, so... Um, I, I don't know how meaningful it is, but uh, at least it might be fun to see. Of course, we have to. Padres are missing Tatis, I think. So, uh, uh, I think he's getting. Yeah, there was. I thought it said he might be able to. He might come back for that series. Uh, I heard a report this morning that uh, they were they were still checking him, so it wasn't sure he's playing. But yes, they missed. Uh, I don't know that he's really their best player, but uh, and somebody will be objecting to that. But uh, uh, he's close to being their best player anyway, and uh, you got to be missing him. Uh, and you definitely would want him against the Dodgers. Uh, uh, that's that's yeah, for sure. They're saying uh, optimistic he can return on Friday. Yeah, I, I think. I, I think uh, other than the Red Sox, who. Lost to the Twins yesterday, so nine and four, but they're three games ahead of everybody. I think the American League East is a bit of a is a surprise that they are three games ahead of Toronto and three and a half ahead of the Yankees. That the Yankees and uh, Tampa Bay and Toronto did not get off to a better start uh, at this point. Uh, well, isn't I mean isn't Kansas City supposed to be one of the worst in the AL Central and they're leading the division there? Yeah. Uh, true, true that, but the, by by half a game, uh, but yeah, and and you know, there's only two games between the top and the bottom in the in the AL Central, which is kind of like the NL Central, right? I guess it's two and a half in the NL Central, but yeah, uh, Kansas City's a bit of a surprise. I think I'd like to see them win more games before I say they're really a surprise. It's very early, so in the in, the, in the, words, words of John Dodson, very early. Seattle was supposed to be no Seattle. Seattle is not no Seattle was supposed to suck too, uh, and uh, 
I, I thought Oakland, a lot of people had Oakland as winning that division and they're in last place. So um, we'll see. I, I, I haven't done a schedule breakdown and I'm not going to, but yeah, sometimes these things have to do with who you've been playing, right? So for for instance, I know the Red Sox have play, played two series against the Orioles already, which, uh, you know, should should give you a bunch of wins, right? Yeah, but yeah. they lost three of them. They lost three games to the Royals. I, I was a, that was an insight. You weren't supposed to step on it, John. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's all right. Okay, yeah, they opened the season losing the first three games in in Boston, and everybody was crying. So uh, there you go. Yeah, right. So so John John just quickly on horse racing. Uh, last weekend, uh, the the favorite concert tour, I told you to remember that name, finished third, John. So uh, we're, we're now looking for uh, other teams or other horses to, to back in the Derby. Uh, of course, we're all, we love the name Rock, Rock Your World, right, John? So we'll probably yeah. be ro- rocking our world. So uh, that's... Uh, 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 yes, the, the Derby uh, talk is, is, is rolling a little bit. Uh, they know who's eligible and who, who has all their points locked in. So uh, there will be more talk later. Uh, essential quality, uh, I've seen multiple stories where people say they, the, he will be the morning line um, favorite by probably quite a bit uh, in, in the Derby. So essential quality is a name to remember and probably i don't know they're talking seven to two which is not bad money uh and uh the favorites won quite a few times recently at the derby so maybe we won't be betting against the favorite this year john yeah maybe not maybe not yeah did you uh did you know that there was a lot of equestrian events that were canceled in europe due to herpes no Oh my, yeah. Yep. You got anything more there, or is that just you're just dropping that little tidbit in I just on it? Wanted to bring that up. Did Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I I I I have absolutely nothing there, so I I'm going going to push on, John, and uh, I I, uh, I I don't want to bring up almost anything. Uh, John, to, to finish finish up, uh, we uh, we had a winner of our bracket, John, that uh, was uh, something of a mystery, uh, and so I thought it was my friend Michael, uh, who uh, is from the Pittsburgh area and doesn't know anything about college basketball, uh, and it turns out it was not him, but uh, somebody named Mike Berman. Congratulations! Your T-shirt is almost in the mail. And uh, and I, I'll try and get Berman on, uh, which explains why his team name pick pool name was Berminator. Uh, yep. we'll, we'll try and get him on. Uh, but uh, yes, so I, I spent some time uh, earlier in the week uh, call, calling my friend Michael and, and wanting to know how he did this with his bracket, John only to have him roll on the floor laughing saying I didn't do it. So uh, <laughs> There you go. So we're going to finish up today with, with, with a, a, a little bit of the, the guy who's not the Berminator telling us about Penguins uh, hockey, John. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, because because you know you know what we know about hockey, right, John? Yes, a lot. Go stars. Lot, isn't that isn't that what it. you know about? Isn't that what you know about hockey, John? Yeah, go stars go. and they have no chance at making the playoffs. No chance at making the playoffs. Yeah. No, after a really good run last year there. I guess the uh, lightning in a bottle isn't going to happen two years in a row. Well, and this is something uh, that uh, you're going to hear us talk about, but hockey playoffs, uh, just making the playoffs is an important feature of the NHL because sometimes teams yeah. with bad seeds end up winning it all. So it's uh, hockey is a very different thing than, than the other professional leagues in terms of uh, the way their tournament uh, plays out. It's just the way the game of hockey itself goes. I mean, it's it's it doesn't take much to, to pull off an upset. Well, um, yeah, the, I think that I think the issue is, well, I, I, okay, I, I, well, I'm obvious, Steve. So here it is. Uh, it's a low scoring game, right, John? So uh, a good a good uh, a goalie having some good games and you sneaking in uh, a goal at a time. Uh, you can win a bunch of games doing that, and uh, you know, in in something like the NBA, I mean, you can play good defense, but you still have to score, right? So uh, yeah, you're not going to shut down, you know, to you know, you're not going to shut down people on a regular night like you can in hockey, right? So you know, like you know, for instance, last year's Stars run, you know, uh, Adobe freaking just was on fire for right. the entire playoffs, right? And 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 we we could if our memories were better, and we we followed hockey, we could probably almost every year tell you, the the goalie who got hot, uh, in the playoffs who nobody knew. I mean, the Blues goalkeeper two years ago, uh, went went nuts at the end, and and they ended up winning the title, for instance. So, uh, yeah, that's a that's kind of a thing in hockey. So, there you go. All right. Well, John, we killed we killed uh, however many minutes for people again another week. I, I hope they're all pleased. And uh, next week we'll we'll be back, John, trying to figure something out, right? Yeah, well, we can come up with something to talk about next week. Well, yeah, well, in the middle of baseball season, I'm sure we can come up with some BS, and you know, there'll be some stupid bench clearing brawl and all that sort of thing. So we can we can talk about that. Uh, I, I guess I, even though we're out of time, did you see the end of the the Phil, well end Phillies Mets game the other night? Well, Phillies Braves game Sunday night, and the guy getting called safe at home. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, we won't talk about. Yeah, it's uh, uh brings the you know in every sport you wonder about instant replay, don't you, John? Yeah, really. Yeah, it's uh. It's really, I mean, everybody's got it at this point and spends a lot of time on it. And even in college basketball, right, John, it's like, why, why did you bother stop the game for three minutes and come up with nothing, right? So, yeah, or not even end up making the right call. So, well, what doesn't seem to be the right call, I mean, because the, the standard is, is, uh, yeah, I have, uh, uh, you know, some, some sort of doubt, no, no doubt evidence to overturn what's called on the field. And that's kind of, I'm not sure that's the right standard, but all right. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll find something to talk about next week. Right, John? 
Okay. Take care. Have a good week. You too. Have a great weekend. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I hope I'm not shoveling snow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Take care. Take care. Bye, John. All right. Well, you know, Michael, I, I promised everybody that uh, as a, a, a big Pittsburgh uh, fan uh, that I would get your expertise on other things. And uh, just uh, so everybody knows how, how well I know this about Michael, he and I have traveled together over the years in May and June. And Michael has often either disappeared in evenings or or forced us to change our plans in evenings because the Penguins were in the playoffs and, and Michael could not miss them. Right, Michael? Especially 2016 and 2017. Uh, well, I, I 16, and, and 16, we were... Right at the end. Right, well, in, in 16, we were actually in San Jose... Uh, when when they were playing there, as I recall, uh, yes, and and did they end up winning in sixteen? Yes, they did. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. That shows you how much you know. Well, my, I, I've hurt my head since then, so I, I don't claim to remember anything. <laughs> so yeah, you're sticking by that. Huh? Yeah. Well, it, it's really uh, it comes in really handy. All right. So so <laughs> so Michael, I I know you actually watch uh, watch uh, Penguins games, so. Uh, you know, uh, how are they doing, and do you have a, a take on whether they're going to pull another Stanley Cup out of the rabbit's well, hat? Yeah. Um, you know, if you if you look at the standings right now, um, the, the the Caps are in first place in the East, and uh, the Ireland uh, Islanders, and then the Penguins. Yeah. Um, and right under the Penguins is uh, Boston Bruins. Yeah. Philadelphia, unfortunately, um, is all the way down, and they may not be making the playoffs. Okay. Um, the Flyers started out really strong this year. Right. Um, and what ended up happening is, is they just started breaking down, and it's not clear what was happening yeah. uh, to the Flyers, where the Pens started off weak and flipped it. Yeah, and started to become much stronger. Right. So um, watching those games has been interesting, and uh, this season is very interesting because they have a limited travel, and when they do travel, they stay in one spot for about three games, four games, depending upon the city that they're in, and um, they're not seeing a lot of the other teams across the nation. So this year is very different in the playoffs yeah. and not having the kind of exposure to cross-conference right. teams that they had before. Well, so that's why I think the playoffs are going to be very interesting this year. And uh, I, I, I think that you're going to see a really strong uh, Stanley Cup playoff because of the fact that they haven't been exposed to those teams that much. Okay. Well, there you go. It's good. The thing about the Stanley, the uh, NHL playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, is uh, kind of like the NBA. Well, not quite as much as the NBA, but uh, standings don't really matter in the NHL, do they? Uh, a hot goalie turns the uh, four seed into a champion in no time, right, Michael? Yes, absolutely. Right. Um, so that well, is getting into the playoffs 
is an important part of the process. Um, and once you're in, you know, all, all bets are kind of off. All well, well, Berminator, or or yeah, uh, fake fake Berminator or whatever. I'm calling you. Uh, this is this has been fun. <laughs> it's uh, I, I'm going to have to process the whole I didn't do it thing, but uh, I, I I'm sending you the t-shirt anyway. So uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is some question as to whether the uh, the t-shirt is a prize or 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 actually. Uh, you know something else so uh there you go we'll no no well when you see the design you'll be you'll be absolutely thrilled all right well, it's great I, I, I think that we should put out a, a, a question on who actually decided to be me yeah well well i suspect when we put this podcast out uh we might we might have some speculation on that so uh, okay. There you go, and we'll we'll want a picture of you in the shirt so we can post it on our Twitter page, and and, and make and make make you famous. Okay, all right. You you can even wear a mask, uh, and, and whichever way you want to take that, uh, in, in the picture. All right. The days of COVID. All right. Good good talking to you. Thank thanks for the time. You're welcome. Take care, Steve. Okay. Thank you, Michael. Morning, bro. Morning, bro. How you doing? I am well, and yourself? Oh, I'm okay. You want to tell me how wonderful the weather there is in uh, the Plex? Yeah, we're waiting on a storm to roll in, but it is in the mid-60s at least, but it's going to be real nice this weekend. Oh, well, good for you. I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, so there you go. No no envy at all. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm great. Uh, so, so thanks for asking. Not 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 uh, upset about having snow this week at all. Yeah, we got a lot back home in Indiana. It was pretty. Yeah, the picture. Quite picture pictures were were pretty pretty ugly there for a couple of days. Yeah, so uh, the end of April that you've got uh, at least uh, covering the ground kind of snow. I don't know if you call it measurable, and I think it melted fast enough. Nobody really had to shovel, but. Uh, yeah. it, it ain't pretty, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so let's get off the weather. You know what today is, right, John? Uh, April twenty third. That's good, John. And you know what April twenty third is? Just, no. just go. Yeah, just go with no, John. You stand no chance on this one. Uh, it's, it's of course William Shakespeare's birthday. You can't believe, yeah, I, I can't either, John. So uh, one of my Twitter feeds uh, had, uh, I think it was the National Theater in London, uh, a group of actors in pairs playing the quiz. Is this line from William Shakespeare or is it from Taylor Swift? So, which, uh, which, which uh, you know, uh, it's at least, it's funny, especially when the guy who's been playing Romeo uh, for a year, uh, is asked the question, uh, is the line, Romeo, take me somewhere we can be alone, uh, is that Taylor Swift or is that Shakespeare? And even John knows the answer to that one. So, uh, yeah, that's Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift. And uh, when he, he says Shakespeare, the actress who's been working with him says, uh, Doofus, uh, you've been playing Romeo for a year. Has that line been in the play? Oh, no, it's not. Oh, 
yeah. So anyway, it's kind of kind of funny. I don't know. I you know, I, I guess Taylor Swift is a, is a good one to choose, but it just goes to show the quality of nerd stuff that's in my Twitter feed, huh? Yeah. Yeah. High quality stuff. High quality nerd stuff. Speaking of nerd stuff, uh, John, it's Oscar weekend. Yes. Which is a lot later than it's been for years, uh, for reasons that I guess have to do with COVID. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I just probably want to start, John, we've talked about the Oscars uh, on podcasts before. I have not seen a single Best Picture nominee this year. Me neither. Okay, so we, uh, we're, we're lame, John. I mean, I have seen some of the animated ones. Is that right? So, which animated ones have you seen, John? I have seen um, Soul. Oh, okay. And Onward. Onward, okay. Uh, okay, I, I, va- I vaguely remember the ads for Soul, and, and I do not know that I remember Onward, but uh, that's. Onward is about uh, two brothers that go on to seek a. Is that the one where their father's chopped in half? Yeah, he the spell only works partly, and he doesn't get fully developed, and he's going to disappear in 24 hours, and so they go on a quest to try and find this gem that they need to uh, use the magic. Yeah. It's, it's good. They're both good. They're both, Soul's really good, too. Uh-huh. Soul's got some good jazz music in it, really good jazz music in it. Wow, uh-huh. yeah, wow. Uh-huh. All, all I can do is is remind my audience that John likes everything. So, uh, uh, yeah. So uh, it is interesting that you've seen two animated nominees, but none none of the uh, the non animated nominees, John. So, uh, uh, so so John, you got anything to say about any of the nominees? Uh, in, you uh, you excited about any of them and look, you got them uh, pinned for you to look at uh, when you get a chance? Uh, Nomadland looks pretty decent, and Promising Young Woman looks pretty good. Yes, uh, well, I get. I guess the reason I I have not seen uh, Promising Young Woman is uh, there is kind of a rule in this household not to pay nineteen ninety nine. Uh, for for a, a, a film and uh, yeah, uh, I suspect that's why we haven't seen more than we have, right, John? That a lot of these have been uh, released simultaneously in theaters and, and in streaming services, but only if you pay extra for them. Yeah, I think you can see Judas and the Black Messiah on Netflix, can't you? Maybe. I I, I do not. I, I cannot claim to know. So and then Nomadland, I like Francis Dorman, McDormand a lot. So yeah, um, I I, uh, I, I uh, the previews I have seen of No Man Land, um, I, I I we will have to be out of COVID before I can watch it because I'm I, I need something more uplifting and it looks like it's going to be <laughs> yeah right. It doesn't look yeah, it doesn't look like a feel good film. No, it does not. No, no. I I need more. Since I've been sitting at home for fifteen months, uh, I I need more feel good and not. Uh, I don't need anything else to depress me, John. So, 
Uh, so, so John, we're going to use that as a segue to the NFL draft because, you know, I'm a Bears fan and there's nothing more depressing than what the Bears are about to do. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, as, I, I forwarded you that, that uh, film uh, people, somebody made, right, John, of, uh, of what it says about you if you're this NFL team fan? Yeah, actually, I think I sent it to you. But oh, did yes. you see? Oh, okay, all right, all right. okay. Because Cowboys was number one, and and as I remember, right, it, it showed lack of imagination and a lot of other yeah. things. Being a Cowboys yeah. fan, and, and you're and, probably a Yankees fan too, which I am a Cowboys fan, and I hate the Yankees. So that was that and was Duke. Cool. I think it was uh, Yankees and Duke. And, and Duke, and yeah. I don't like either of those teams. But but so you 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 didn't feel like it was speaking to you so much, huh, John? No, but. The, Hit a little yeah, a bit, yeah, hit a little too close to home. Uh, a depressed uh, a masochist, uh, yes, is uh, is pretty much yeah. That that's a Bears fan, yeah. So uh, if 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 we weren't, we wouldn't root for them. Uh, so I, I have I have no hope that they're going to do the right thing, whatever that might be. Uh, and so uh, let let's push on, John. Uh, the the draft is Thursday. Before we come on, at least the first round. Before we're on again, um, I don't. Every year they they turn it into some sort of scramble, John. But I guess the scramble this year has been pushed down to, I guess the third pick. Everybody acts like they're sure of the second, which I find interesting. But definitely the number one pick, Jacksonville has the first pick. They need a quarterback, and the guy coming out of Clemson, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, everybody has rated highly heads and tails above everybody else on a quarterback list. Uh, so he is a certain number one uh, to the Jaguars, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, I, I heard somebody kind of questioning Trevor Lawrence uh, in comparison with other number one picks who've come out and, and done things. Uh, do you have any doubt that he will be a good NFL quarterback? Well, I think there's always doubt, but do I think he's the overwhelming number one overall pick? Yes. No, 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 I no, no, I think, I think everybody's okay with that, but I, I've heard people say they're, they're taking him, but it's not, he's not Andrew Luck. He's not a sure bet uh, pro that he's, I guess uh, his release is not uh, as quick as they, they might like it. He's a little gawky, and, uh, well, I guess his arm strength isn't. It's strong enough, but it's not, you know, awesome NFL scary arm strength. So. No, and, you know, the guy whose stock is rising is um, Zach Wilson. Right, who's got an amazing arm? I uh, guess, yeah. Having never seen him play, I can't, I can't say that. But okay, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, they're right now. They're pretty much predict projecting the first four picks are are going to be four QBs. So, oh, maybe the exception of uh, uh, the Dolphins if they move up and take uh, Kyle Pitts. Oh, I, 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 every, everything I've seen has Atlanta taken Pitts fourth. See, I got, well, I guess it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. I've got 
I'm looking at Kuiper's draft, and he's got Miami and Atlanta swapping. Miami moves up, takes Pitts at four. The Bengals take Sewell, the stud offensive tackle. Yeah. And then the Falcons take Trey Lance at six. Okay. But why, why would, why, why, why? Okay, so so Kuiper is uh, doing fantasy stuff, uh, swapping picks that there's no need to swap. Uh, I mean, uh, what is Atlanta get? Never mind. Okay, so uh, Pitts, who is a tight end out of Florida, looks like he is the object of a lot of desire early on, right? He is, yeah, he has skyrocketed up the draft board. Right, and then, as you said, Sewell, who is out of Oregon, but I think set the year out. Uh, is a massive offensive tackle who people think is a great pass protector for the left side for the next 15 years. So, um, but but uh, Wilson at two. What do you think of that, John? Well, I mean, they traded away Donald, so yeah. I mean, definitely. Wilson, not Fields. Yeah, I think Wilson's got the he's got the most upside. Okay. Well, th- th- these are the questions. I, as I said, it, it seems to be a bigger question: what, d- who the Niners are going to take with the three. Uh, and, and I've seen I've seen articles debating whether it should be Fields or whether it should be Jones from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I will summarize and see if this is what you've heard. Uh, they think Fields has more upside in the long run. Uh, he's more athletic and maybe has greater arm strength. But uh, Jones uh, is the uh, polished quality, uh, can walk in on day one and win games and maybe a playoff games kind of caliber, though his upside in the long run is not as good. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, there's been a lot of talk about how the San Francisco's offense this year, I mean, their defense was good last year. They don't really need a lot of help on the defensive side of the ball. And they got LaFleur, which not the LaFleur from Green Bay, but his brother as their OC. And they're going to be running like the, apparently the most simplest offense there is to run. And it's, it's virtually unstoppable. And, you know, you could plug in anybody in that position. So if you're thinking that Fields has a higher long-term upside and you can plug him into a simplistic offense that can make him look decent for a year or two while he develops into a big league NFL quarterback, I would take him if that's what you believe. Um, otherwise, yeah, I, I tend to agree that Mac Jones is probably ready to start day one where maybe Fields needs. Yes, well, this goes back as it so often does, and this is why the Bears suck so bad at it, is uh, internal evaluation of talent and and what you have. And uh, just to kind of frame it uh, in in an obvious brother's way, uh, if the 49ers believe they're going win now, I don't think you could take fields, but if you are, are thinking we'll be good in a year or two years uh, and make a Super Bowl run, I think you take fields. But uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm not their evaluator, 
but they did just go to the Super Bowl just a year ago, and you would I think they have the talent on the team to go again uh, with a healthy, quality quarterback, and so I, I don't know. I, I'm at least interested to see if they don't go ahead and take Jones and see what that brings them. And that, that would also, you know, where does Fields fall to then uh, if that's what happens? Some have Lance going before Fields. Right. Well, Fields going next. Well, Um, there are questions. There seem to be, you know, Fields seems to be this year's Aaron Rodgers. uh, Just to use one example, uh, every year there's some guy who suddenly, as you get in the last month before the draft, uh, there's buzz that this person, you know, isn't the quality person you should be taking for this reason or that. So, uh, right. right. So, and he seems to be, uh, his stock has not been solid. And of course, I, I don't know if you heard this. I only heard it yesterday, but it came out yesterday that he's epileptic. Uh, and, yep. and so, um, I, I did not hear that. Uh, yeah, and, you know, I heard it, and the, the, there was a brief discussion about that this can't be a secret. He's been to, you know, football camps and stuff all his life uh, w- with people who are actually, you know, scouts and, you know, quarterback gurus and everybody, and you can't go to a camp like that without telling them things like that, right? So, Yeah, that's kind of a... Uh need to know medical information for right yeah anywhere. right you you, you can't you can't keep that you, you, well you know I, I you know obviously there are uh, legal HIPAA things but it, it's not like yesterday's the first time NFL teams would have heard it who were interested in, in him I would think and it hasn't hasn't bought you know hasn't shown up in any way that I know of uh, in his career yet and it's it might be insignificant uh, uh, overall, but still, it's you know, it's something, right? Yeah, that's right. something. Right. So yeah, uh, so it, it, I let's go. I don't know who San Francisco takes uh, is the bottom line. I think that's part of the mystery of all this. But you you brought up Atlanta. Why doesn't Atlanta take a quarterback at four? Okay, well, let's. I guess let's say that Miami wants Pitts, so they move up two spots to get him. Atlanta can drop two spots because Cincinnati's not taking a QB. They got their guy with Burrow, and then they can still get the QB that they were going to pick at four. Okay. Whereas maybe Miami is scared that Atlanta takes pits or Cincinnati takes pits and gives Burrow a huge weapon to have on his offense. I don't know. I mean, that's just, I guess, the way I would look at it. I guess. I, I, I guess it depends upon how badly Miami wants pits, huh? Yeah. And if Atlanta moves down two spots and still get the QB that they wanted, that they could have got at four, then it's kind of a win-win for them and they pick up some draft stock. Right. Okay. I, it makes sense to me now, but I guess my point was 
Matt Ryan is almost as old as you are. They need to be picking a quarterback. Yeah, and I think they will, whether they pick it at four or six. Okay. And we don't think Detroit's taking a quarterback at seven. No, they're going to take a wide receiver. Okay. Uh, but Denver at, at nine will be taking a quarterback. No. No? I don't think they do. No? I think they go defense. They don't have a freaking quarterback. They got Drew Locke. There's nothing wrong with Drew Locke. Well, that's okay. So, so uh, is Dallas taking a quarterback at 10? No. No. <laughs> okay. I just thought I'd float that one. So, so, so there, there are some questions about the top, top uh, five or so picks, huh, John? Well, I'd say there's questions about three through seven, but I don't think there's questions about one and two. Right. It seems for, for reasons I'm, I'm not sure that I, I can quite agree with or understand. The Jets are locked into Wilson at two, uh, but uh, you know Wilson's only started what 15 games. And at BYU, uh, I, yeah, not a big sample size to be giving the number two pick. And since you've co- traded away your number one quarterback, you're pretty much giving him the team, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. Right. So, all right. So, uh, th- there is uh, the uh, NFL, early NFL draft and. uh I, I have, you know, I, I have never, I haven't watched it maybe ever, but you know, I'll probably, I'll have my phone ready looking at the, you know, the scroll, right, John? Yeah. You get the notifications every time a pick is made. And who's watching it? I, I don't, I mean, I've watched it, you know, the first round is usually about the only round I watch, but you know, the over anal yeah. Analysis over analysis of the talking heads and talking about this guy and Kuiper and McShay and used to be Berman. Um, you know, they just kind of get it gets a little annoying after about ten minutes. So well, and and especially with the top guys like Trevor Lawrence is not an unknown quantity. So right, uh, it, it's not exactly like uh, they're they're breaking news here about him. And uh, you know, you, you know, Wilson's going to be the number two who's a lot less known, so I guess you can talk about his BYU career and blah, 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 and why he moved to two, right? But you, you might have a half hour to kill, right? Yeah, and then you got to talk about, then they'll talk about Pitts and how he's unstoppable and where you can line him up anywhere and how he moved from basically. Oh, oh you're, hold it, you're ruining Thursday night, John. Don't do this. Yeah, yeah. he moved right. from a top 20 pick to a top five pick after his, he did have a pretty good pro day, but. Yeah, what's that mean? Yeah, the underwear Olympics, as Mike Golick used to always call it. Right, Mike, Mike Golick was a, a senior, is a big disdainer of the thing. that. What, what does it mean to run around in your gym shorts? Uh, it doesn't prove you're a football player, but uh, that's one man's opinion, and it, it's gotten to be sort of a, it's a cottage industry or bigger than that with the NFL. Uh, they've now gotten where they move it from city to city every year because uh, it, it generates uh, interest and income. So, uh, amazing world. Yes, NFL NFL rules, John. 
It does. Yeah. That is for sure. Speaking speaking of ruling, John, uh, the uh, how much you want to talk about the U- European Super League? <laughs> uh, I can listen to you talk about it. Well, well, now, John, you you, you know probably almost as much as I do, John. But uh, what did it last? Forty eight hours. No, no, it 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 crashed, crashed, uh, and an interesting John, John. For those of you who weren't paying attention, uh, twelve of the big, I, I, and I'm using air quotes, John. The big teams in European uh, club soccer announced Sunday that they were going to create a league uh, to play games. That I don't understand why. So this is why John doesn't understand either. But anyway, they announced it like 11.30 Sunday night. Isn't that a bad sign, John? Yep. Yep. And then by Tuesday afternoon, uh, almost everybody had backed out uh, after massive media and fan uh, backlash, right? Yep. Yeah. So it was uh, a... Uh, the the uh, everything I've read has been that uh, the uh, a number of the owners uh, got together and were worried about or thought they could make more money uh, and did not consider all the other parts of the puzzle uh, like how much their fans would be pissed off at such a thing uh, and uh, of course one and anal- out well more than one analysis was. Uh, why do these teams that uh, in, in from England who were getting in, several of them have not been shit for years. So uh, how, how are they the ones getting into the Super League? Uh, but that's, uh, you know, that's kind of like uh, the Yankees, uh, you know, haven't won a World Series in how long. But, uh, you know, they would be the big name in any such thing if baseball were to, go in that direction uh, you, right. do, you don't have to have won recently to be a big deal so uh so that's uh, uh, yeah, I, it was, uh a piece it was kind of a greedy greedy move by the owners and pr pr disaster for, yeah good on the fans for causing the revolution that they did it'd be interesting to see how uh the nfl would react if if you know fans kind of held an uproar like that and see what what would happen yeah well i think the nfl is savvy enough not to step on their fans quite that bad but right well they have a reputation for being pretty savvy john so uh which reminds me john i saw a funny a funny tweet uh about the padres yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, uh, that that uh, the L A. The people in L A. were surprised to find out they still played in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, and and it's way it's way too true, right? Yeah, I mean, right. both the both the Clippers and the Chargers are now in uh, in L A. It's just maybe a matter of time, but uh, anyway, so. Uh, I guess that that was me with the association of ideas there, John, that uh, the whole uh, L.A. thing with the NFL 
is probably their worst PR move. Uh, and they seem to have uh, survived it at this point. Uh, yeah, they built a multi-billion dollar stadium. Uh, yeah, somebody did, yeah. Uh, and and uh, both teams are playing in it. It's a beautiful stadium, too. So it is. It is. So, so speaking of the Yankees, John, and this is a generic question, but uh, the Yankees uh, on talk radio is the one they talk about. Uh, how deep in the season do you have to go before you start panicking about how your team's doing in, in baseball, John? Oh, a lot further than 18 games, but I do find it quite humorous that they're last in their division. Yeah, well, I, I think they won last night. Uh, they were ahead yep. in the ninth anyway. So that makes them seven and eleven. So uh, it is. Uh, I, 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 you know, uh, I, I listen to just a little talk radio every day uh, on on Sirius. Unlike you, who listens to the locals. I think as much as anything. But but uh, the talk the talk was whether Boone Boone should be fired and Cashman fired, and they should be trading for X, Y, and Z. Uh, because of this and it's like as you say 18 19 games in it's like are you you, really you know i I mean they are the yankees i mean of course they're gonna freak out and panic you know especially when boston's in first place well yeah yeah just a little bit more right right uh boston it it, uh it really it really, it really chokes chokes them when Boston, who wasn't supposed to be shit, is in first place uh, ahead of them, and they're in last place. But uh, uh, well, well let, let, let ask me. Uh, this is April twenty third, Shakespeare's birthday, uh, and uh, okay, three months from now is July twenty third. Uh, before I think the trade deadline, let, let's see where the standings are then, right, John? place in a division are only four games back so it's not like oh my god you know you got another hundred and right the, bunch of hundreds a they, bunch of games to play they have played uh the blue jays and the rays a few times so they have yet to play the red Sox. so uh at least uh, you know without looking at the schedule i i i look at the scores regularly and i didn't i'm pretty sure they have not played the red red Sox. so there could be yeah, games yeah. made up very quickly so uh, Let's yeah. See, when is the first big series? Yes, because you know, for years that's been the only series that has mattered to uh, uh, the networks. So uh, yep. I'm sure we'll get every game on on uh, some national platform. Wow, they don't play Boston until June. Really? Okay. Yeah. So June for. For for once, for once, they did not front load the Boston Yankees uh, uh, schedule, huh? That's no. Matter fact, they've got it absolutely blasted with uh, Toronto, Baltimore, and Tampa Bay. Though yeah. they played Baltimore one, two, two more times before they played Boston. They played Tampa one, two more times. Maybe right. they played them twice. Right. So games. so it'll be four series. Toronto. Yeah, four series against the Rays before they play the Red Sox. So, and they got yeah. one more series with Toronto, which is makes it three. Right. So yeah, it's, I, I knew crazy. I knew they'd I knew they'd play Toronto two series, uh, but uh, okay. So 
Yes, it's too early to, to pan, panic, huh, John? Yeah, I yeah. would say that that means that the second half of the season, they are yeah they are loaded with Boston series. Right, Pro- probably yeah one one weekend in one place, one in another, and they'll do it again the next month. So so John, uh, we we are it is only what did you say eighteen games in, and it's too early. But you and I are going to have a conversation, I think, uh, often uh, about baseball this year, about which of us has the worst hitting team. Uh, <laughs> so I, I just, uh, it, it is Friday, uh, as we all know, uh, John, and uh, the Cardinals are coming off. Uh, they lost one to nothing in Washington on Wednesday uh, and three to two the night before. You do not win a lot of games with two runs over two games, John. No. No. But they have scored 84 runs, or 85 runs. Well, they scored 14 uh, the one night uh, this week. So, uh, and, and let me, I, I, I will, I will, you know, your, your sister uh, rightly gets a lot of credit for, for generating uh, sports rules. She has a rule about that, that if you score too many runs in a game, you, you don't win definitely the next day and maybe even, you know, a couple days because you're wasting runs at some point. You know, you're just, you're just burning them, John. When you go to 14, uh, unlike, uh, although yesterday the Diamondbacks needed 14, uh, when you score 14, you're, you're probably wasting six, seven, eight runs, right, John? Yeah, the Cubs in the last five games they've scored 13 runs in one game and 16 runs in another yeah they beat the braves 13 to 4 turn around and lose 13 to 4 the next day yeah and then beat the mets 16 to 4 and then turned around and won 4 to 3 yeah i saw i saw the four, yeah but see that's not that's not good john you, you, you know uh, i thought you were going to follow up with a, getting shut out the day after scoring 13 but I am. Actually, no? shocked that they didn't get shut out. Well, yeah. Well, especially the Mets have some guys who can shut you out. So, uh, yeah, sweep of the Mets. Yeah, uh, you you and I are often anti-Met, so we we can be anti-Met again, right, John? Yes. So, so John, you did you see the Diamondback Reds game and score yesterday? I did not. Fourteen eleven in in extra innings. The, the 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 Diamondbacks scored six in the top of the tenth. I know the Reds hit six home runs. I don't know how many of the Diamondbacks ended up hitting. What do, what do you what do you call that, John? Uh, Two touchdowns versus. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know I know what your your sister always uh, uh, with, with a dripping irony calls that a pitcher's duel, John. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a a touchdown, two touchdowns versus a touchdown, a two point conversion, and a and a field goal, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You did. You just uh, it's the kind of thing you you watch intently uh, in, in baseball. Oh, it's not football. Yeah, baseball. So uh, there there we are. So John, wait. You know, we're we're in. Uh, kind of floggy season here uh and i know you probably have guests again but uh what what's your uh, tv itinerary for the weekend Ooh, getting caught up on series i think um 
if the if the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is all done, then I think I'm gonna might binge watch that. Oh, okay. So you're you're taught. Okay, this is the uh, Captain America spinoff series out of Marvel. Yes, post Avengers Endgame with uh, the Falcon and Bucky as the win- you know, as the Winter Soldier. Right. But but you want you want you 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 want to binge the whole thing. You don't want to wait for an episode to come out, huh? Right. Which I did the same thing with WandaVision as well. Oh, oh was WandaVision any good? Mm, depends on what you expected it to be. It was good as far as information and setting up the timeline for the future of um, the MCU. As far as action, there was no action. I mean, it was very little action. It was just a lot of weird um, flashbacks with uh, Wanda and, of course, Vision. And, um, you know, of course, Vision is actually dead in real life. Spoiler alert, if you don't know this, you're yeah, I, I did not. I did not. I no. I didn't know that. So I yeah. I don't know who Vision is either. So that that probably is part of it. Yeah. And uh, I, so Wanda, Wanda, after Vision dies, she goes to this place and she actually creates this fictional world that she has a a mind meld on all these people in this town and and uh, basically forces them to live in her alternate reality where vision is real and it starts off and a she grew up watching all these um sitcoms from you know the brady bunch to right. the dick by and dykes show to and so they're each episode of seven or eight or however many there was it transitions into another to sit, um, sitcom right okay yeah. sitcom series that you will recognize you know you recognize their house ends up looking a little bit like they're kind of acting like the Brady Bunch, and then they're acting like Dick Van Dyke, where they're yeah, okay, that sounds bizarre. Uh, I I saw somebody in a thumbnail said it was uh, it was uh, the the uh, the, the Avengers uh, crossed with Bewitched, so uh, I I I thought that was an intriguing. I wondered how that worked in real life. So, uh, okay, so WandaVision, and I just want to point out to my, my audience, uh, I earlier said John likes everything, and he did not come out and say he actually liked that. So I, I'm marking that down. So, uh, right, John? John? Oh, sorry, the cat um, put me on mute. <laughs> Okay, John, John, are you there, John? Yeah. Yep. She she likes to do things like that. So so, John, you did not actually say you liked it. Um, it was inter- interesting. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Okay. So there you go, people. There there is John for once not liking something. So that's a red letter day. So we'll we'll move on. So John, you you don't have any sports marked. You're not uh, watching. You're not watching the New Orleans Open. There's not an NBA game. Uh, the Cubs are playing somebody shitty this weekend. N- nothing like that, huh? Well, I think the Mavs and Lakers play the second of their their game, their series tomorrow, which would be interesting since the Mavs won last night. So, yeah, I'm fairly interested in that game. Yes, but is LeBron playing? 
Did AD no, didn't he, AD didn't play last night, but he might play Sunday. Uh, well, no, AD AD played last night. Oh, the, last night was his first day back. Then yeah, he only played like seventeen minutes. But okay, okay, so that's that's good. And this is we we don't talk about it because we don't really go into the NBA a lot, John. But the whole who plays how many minutes in the NBA and so forth is just really has some people rankled by this. Uh, and yeah. and there you go. Uh, it's hard. I mean, you're, you're pointing to that game tomorrow, John. You don't know who's really going to play. No. No. Um, yeah. And it's Sunday is the next game. Okay. Right. I just uh, had it. And, and probably we, you brought tomorrow, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, hey, John, you brought the NBA up. Steph Curry just had a hell of a run. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he can shoot. He's not too shabby from outside, is he? No, 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 the kid can shoot. Yes, well, he won the three-point shooting contest at the All-Star game, and I guess uh, he got in his rhythm and has kept it till. Uh, I, I've lost track of days. Just the last game he played, he did not break 30 after 11 30-point games in a row, which is a record uh, for somebody his age. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so. Pretty, pretty impressive. It's, yeah. Try, try, trying to will his team into the playoffs. I don't know what good it does them in the end, but uh, it, it, I guess it's better not being in the playoffs, right? Yeah, I mean, they, he moved them up into the 10 seed. Um, they lost last night, so uh, I don't know. Oh, I thought, okay, is that is that the latest they're in 10? Yep, they're in the 10 hole. Oh, Whew. okay. Well, Dallas is fighting for that six coveted six spots so they want to play this stupid play-in tournament right so i i think i think steph's is steph if they get into the 10 uh they they feel like they might be able to win that first series and then go from there but uh, yeah that'd be an interesting series them and the spurs if it stays as it is right now Mavs would play the grizzlies yeah. San Antonio plays the Spurs, which doesn't make sense either. Why would the nine ten and the seven eight play? Why wouldn't the seven ten play and the eight nine play? I don't know. The whole playing thing doesn't make sense to me. Well, there you go. Uh, they they clearly didn't ask either one of us, right, John? Right. I mean, why don't we have the nine ten play right. a game and the eight? Then the winner of that gets to play the eighteen eight seed on one day and on an extra rest. That makes it seem a little more fair to me, but. You know who am I? Yeah, I'm obviously nobody. Well, no, you're obvious. Actually, I don't know. You're I don't obvious, know anybody John. that thinks it's. I don't know anybody that thinks it's a good idea to play in series. Well, probably guys on the nine and ten teams do, John. Why? So they can go get smoked by the one seat. Well, it gives them some chance, dude. You'd okay. rather do that that than sit at home. I I suppose. Okay. All right. Well, having cleared that up, John, uh, we we will call it a day. What do you think? Sounds like a plan. Okay. So so Jan, uh, John, uh, have have fun with the Falcon and the uh, the what winner winner whatever, and uh, I, I hope he's a winner. Uh, and uh, so uh, have a good one. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your round of golf today. Okay. Thanks, bro. All right, bro. Morning, bro. Morning, bro. 
How you doing? I am well, and yourself? Oh, I'm okay. You want to tell me how wonderful the weather there is in uh, the Plex? Yeah, we're waiting on a storm to roll in, but it is in the mid-60s at least, but it's going to be real nice this weekend. Oh, well, good for you. I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, so... There you go. No, no envy at all. I'm, 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 I'm great. Uh, so, so thanks for asking. Not, 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 not uh, upset about having snow this week at all. Yeah, we got a lot back home in Indiana. It was pretty. Yeah, the picture. Quite picture, pictures were were pretty pretty ugly there for a couple of days. Yeah, so uh, at the end of April that you've got. Uh, I, at least uh, covering the ground kind of snow. I don't know if you call it measurable, and I think it melted fast enough. Nobody really had to shovel, but that, yeah. it, it ain't pretty. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so let's get off the weather. You know what today is, right, John? Uh, April twenty third. That's good, John. And you know what April twenty third is? Just, no. just go. Yeah, just go with no, John. You stand no chance on this one. It's it's of course William Shakespeare's birthday. Oh, well, duh. I can't believe I forgot that. Yeah, you can't believe. Yeah, I I can't either, John. So uh, one of my Twitter feeds uh, had uh, I think it was the National Theater in London, uh, a group of actors in pairs playing the quiz. Is this line from William Shakespeare or is it from Taylor Swift? So, which uh, which which uh, you know. Uh, it, it's at least it's funny, especially when the guy who's been playing Romeo uh, for a year uh, is asked the question: uh, Is the line "Romeo, take me somewhere we can be alone" uh, is that Taylor Swift or is that Shakespeare? And even John knows the answer to that one. So uh, yeah, that's Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift, and uh, when he he says Shakespeare, the actress who's been working with him says. Uh, doofus, uh, you've been playing Romeo for a year. Has that line been in the play? Oh, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. So anyway, it's kind of, kind of funny. I don't know. I, you know, I, I guess Taylor Swift is a, is a good one to choose, but it just goes to show the quality of nerd stuff that's in my Twitter feed, huh? Yeah. Yeah. High quality stuff. High quality nerd stuff. Speaking of nerd stuff, uh, John, it's Oscar weekend. Yes. Which is a lot later than it's been for years, uh, for reasons that I guess have to do with COVID. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I just probably want to start, John, we've talked about the Oscars uh, on podcasts before. I have not seen a single Best Picture nominee this year. Me neither. Okay, so we, uh, we're, we're lame, John. I mean, I have seen some of the animated ones. Is that right? So, which animated ones have you seen, John? I have seen um, Soul. Oh, okay. And Onward. Onward. Okay. Uh, okay. I I, va- I vaguely remember the ads for Soul, and, and I do not know that I remember Onward. But uh, that's Onward is about uh, two brothers that go on to seek a. Is that the one where their father's chopped in half? Yeah, he the spell only works partly, and he doesn't get fully developed, and he's going to disappear in 24 hours, and so they go on a quest to try and find the 
this gem that they need to uh, use the magic. Yeah. It's, it's good. They're both good. They're both, Soul's really good, too. Uh-huh. Soul's got some good jazz music in it, really good jazz music in it. Wow, yeah, wow. All, all I can do is, is remind my audience that John likes everything. So, uh, uh, yeah, so uh, it is interesting that you've seen two animated nominees, but not, none of the uh, the non-animated nominees, John. So, uh, uh, so, so, John, you got anything to say about any of the nominees? Uh, in, you uh, you excited about any of them and look, you got them uh, pinned for you to look at uh, when you get a chance? pretty decent and promising young woman looks pretty good yes well i get i guess the reason i i have not seen uh promising young woman is uh there is kind of a rule in this household not to pay 1999 uh for for a, a film and uh yeah i suspect that's why we haven't seen more than we have right john that a lot of these have been uh, released simultaneously in theaters and, and in streaming services, but only if you pay extra for them. Yeah, I think you can see Judas and the Black Messiah on Netflix, can't you? Maybe. I, I, I do not. I, I, I cannot claim to know. So. And then Nomadland. I like Francis Dorman, McDorman yeah. a lot, so. Yeah, um, I... I, I uh, the previews I have seen of No Man Land, um, I, I, I we will have to be out of COVID before I can watch it because I'm I, I need something more uplifting and it looks like it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Right. It doesn't look yeah it doesn't look like a feel good film. No, it does not. No, no. I I, I need more. Since I've been sitting at home for 15 months, uh, I I need more feel good and not. Uh, I don't need anything else to depress me, John. So, uh, so, so, John, we're going to use that as a segue to the NFL draft because you know I'm a Bears fan, and there's nothing more depressing than what the Bears are about to do. Uh, <laughs> as uh, as I, I forwarded you that that uh, film, uh, people, somebody made right, John, of uh, of what it says about you if you're this NFL team fan. Yeah, actually, I think I sent it to you. But oh, did yes. you see? Oh, okay, all right, all right. okay. Because Cowboys was number one, and and as I remember, right, it, it showed lack of imagination and a lot of other yeah. things. Being a Cowboys yeah. fan, and, and you're and, probably a Yankees fan too, which I am a Cowboys fan, and I hate the Yankees. So that was that and was Duke. Cool. I think it was uh, Yankees and Duke. And Duke, and yeah. I don't like either of those teams. But but so you 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 didn't feel like it was speaking to you so much, huh, John? No, but. That, yeah, hit a little yeah, too close to yeah, home. Close to home. Uh, a depressed uh, a masochist, uh, yes, uh, is uh, is pretty much yeah. That that's a Bears fan, yeah. So uh, if 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 we weren't, we wouldn't root for them. Uh, so I, I have I have no hope that they're going to do the right thing, whatever that might be. Uh, and so uh, let let's push on, John. Uh, the the draft is Thursday. Before we come on, at least the first round. Before we're on again, um, I don't. Every year they they turn it into some sort of scramble, John. But I guess the scramble this year has been pushed down to 
I guess the third pick, everybody acts like they're sure of the second, which I find interesting. But definitely the number one pick. Jacksonville has the first pick. They need a quarterback. And the guy coming out of Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, everybody has rated highly heads and tails above everybody else on a quarterback list. Uh, so he is a certain number one uh, to the Jaguars, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, I, I heard somebody kind of questioning Trevor Lawrence uh, in comparison with other number one picks who've come out and, and done things. Uh, do you have any doubt that he will be a good NFL quarterback? Well, I think there's always doubt, but do I think he's the overwhelming number one overall pick? Yes. No, 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 I, no, I think, I, I think everybody's okay with that, but I, I've heard people say they're, they're taking him, but it's not, he's not Andrew Luck. He's not a sure bet uh, pro that he's, I guess uh, his release is not uh, as quick as they, they might like it. He's a little gawky and uh, well, I guess his arm strength isn't, it's strong enough, but it's not, you know, awesome NFL, scary arm strength. So, no, and you know the guy whose stock is rising is um, Zach Wilson, right? Who's got an amazing arm? I uh, guess. Yeah, having never amazing. seen him play, I can't. I can't say that. But okay, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, they're right now they're pretty much predict, projecting the first four picks are, are going to be four QBs. So, oh. maybe the exception of uh, uh, the Dolphins, if they move up and take uh, Kyle Pitts. Oh, but, I, 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 every everything I've seen has Atlanta taking Pitts fourth. See, I got. I guess it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. I've got, I'm looking at Kuiper's draft and he's got Miami and Atlanta swapping. Miami moves up, takes Pitts at four. The Bengals take Sewell, the stud offensive tackle. Yeah. And then the Falcons take Trey Lance at six. Okay. But why, why would, why, why, why? Okay, so so Kuiper is uh, doing fantasy stuff, uh, swapping picks that there's no need to swap. Uh, I mean, uh, what is Atlanta get? Never mind. Okay, so uh, Pitts, who is a tight end out of Florida, looks like he is the object of a lot of desire early on, right? He is. Yeah, he has skyrocketed up the draft board. Right, and then as you said, Sewell, who is out of Oregon, but I think set the year out. Uh, is a massive offensive tackle who people think is a great pass protector for the left side for the next 15 years. So, um, but but uh, Wilson at two, what do you think of that, John? Well, I mean, they traded away Donald, so yeah. I mean, definitely. Wilson, not Fields? Yeah, I think Wilson's got the, he's got the most upside. Okay. Well, th th these are the questions. I, as I said, it, it seems to be a bigger question: what, who the Niners are going to take with the three? Uh, 
and, and I've seen I've seen articles debating whether it should be Fields or whether it should be Jones from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I will summarize and see if this is what you've heard. Uh, they think Fields has more upside in the long run. Uh, he's more athletic and maybe has greater arm strength. But uh, Jones uh, is the uh, polished quality, uh, can walk in on day one and win games and maybe playoff games kind of caliber though his upside in the long run is not as good. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, there's been a lot of talk about how the San Francisco's offense this year, I mean, their defense is, was good last year. They don't really need a lot of help on the defensive side of the ball. And they got Lafleur, which not the Lafleur from Green Bay, but his brother as their OC. And they're going to be running, like, the apparently the most simplest offense there is to run and it's it's virtually unstoppable and you know you could plug in anybody in that position so if you're thinking that fields has a higher long-term upside and you can plug him into a simplistic offense that can make him look decent for a year or two while he develops into a big league NFL quarterback I would take him if that's what you believe. Um, otherwise, yeah, I, I tend to agree that Mac Jones is probably ready to start day one where maybe Fields needs. Yes, well, this goes back as it so often does, and this is why the Bears suck so bad at it, is uh, internal evaluation of talent and, and what you have. And uh, just to kind of frame it uh, in in an obvious brother's way uh if the 49ers believe they're going win now i don't think you could take fields but if you are are thinking we'll be good in a year or two years uh and make a super bowl run i think you take fields but uh, i i you know i i'm not their evaluator but they did just go to the super bowl just a year ago and you would, I think they have the talent on the team to go again uh, with a healthy, quality quarterback. And so, I, I don't know. I, I'm at least interested to see if they don't go ahead and take Jones and see what that brings them. And that that would also, you know, where does Fields fall to then uh, if that's what happens? Uh, I mean, some have Lance going before fields right well fields going next well there are questions there seem to be you know Fields seems to be this year's aaron Rodgers. uh if just to use one example uh every year there's some guy who suddenly as you get in the last month before the draft uh there's buzz that this person you know isn't the quality person you should be taking for this reason or that. So, uh, right. right. So, and he seems to be, uh, his stock has not been solid. And of course, I, I don't know if you heard this. I only heard it yesterday, but it came out yesterday that he's epileptic. Uh, and, yep. and so, um, I, I did not hear that. Uh, yeah, and you know, I heard it, and the, the, there was brief discussion. 
about whether this can't be a secret. He's been to, you know, football camps and stuff all his life uh, with people who are actually, you know, scouts and, you know, quarterback gurus and everybody. And you can't go to a camp like that without telling them things like that, right? So, yeah, that's kind of a, uh, need to know medical information for right yeah right you 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 can't you can't keep that you, you well you know I, I you know obviously there are uh legal hipaa things but it, it's not like yesterday's the first time nfl teams would have heard it who were interested in, in him i would think and it hasn't hasn't bought you know hasn't shown up in any way that i know of uh in his career yet and it's it might be insignificant uh, uh, overall, but still, it's you know, it's something, right? Yeah, right. something. Right. So yes. Uh, so it, it, I let's go. I don't know who San Francisco takes uh, is the bottom line. I think that's part of the mystery of all this. But you you brought up Atlanta. Why doesn't Atlanta take a quarterback at four? Okay, well, let's. I guess let's say that Miami wants Pitts, so they move up two spots to get him. Atlanta can drop two spots because Cincinnati's not taking a QB. They got their guy with Burrow, and then they can still get the QB that they were going to pick at four. Okay. Whereas maybe Miami is scared that Atlanta takes pits or Cincinnati takes pits and gives Burrow a huge weapon to have on his offense. I don't know. I mean, that's just, I guess, the way I would look at it. I guess. I, I, I guess it depends upon how badly Miami wants pits, huh? Yeah. And if Atlanta moves down two spots and still get the QB that they wanted, that they could have got at four, then it's kind of a win-win for them and they pick up some draft stock. Right. Okay. I, it makes sense to me now, but I guess my point was Matt Ryan is almost as old as you are. They need to be picking a quarterback. Yeah, and I think they will, whether they pick it at four or six. Okay. And we don't think Detroit's taking a quarterback at seven. No, they're going to take a wide receiver. Okay. Uh, but Denver at, at nine will be taking a quarterback. No? I don't think they do. No? I think they go defense. They don't have a freaking quarterback. They got Drew Locke. There's nothing wrong with Drew Locke. Oh, that's okay. So, so uh, is Dallas taking a quarterback at 10? No. No. <laughs> okay. I, I just thought I'd float that one. So, so, so there, there are some questions about the top, top uh, five or so picks, huh, John? I'd say there's questions about three through seven, but I don't think there's questions about one and two. Right. It seems for for reasons I'm I'm not sure that I I can quite agree with or understand. The Jets are locked into Wilson at two, uh, but uh, you know Wilson's only started what 15 games, and at BYU, uh, I yeah, not a big sample size to be giving the number to pick and since you've co- traded away your number one quarterback you're pretty much giving him the team right oh yeah 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 definitely right 
So, all right. So uh, th there is uh, the uh, NFL early NFL draft, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I have never, I haven't watched it maybe ever, but you know, I'll probably, I'll have my phone ready looking at the, you know, the scroll, right, John? Yeah, you get the notifications every time a pick is made. And who's watching it? I, I don't. I mean, I've watched it. You know, the first round is usually about the only round I watch. But you know, the over anal yeah. analysis, over analysis of the talking heads and talking about this guy and Kuiper and McShay and used to be Berman. Um, you know, they just kind of get it gets a little annoying after about. 10 minutes so well and and especially with the top guys like trevor lawrence is not an unknown quantity so right uh it, it's not exactly like uh they're they're breaking news here about him and uh you know you, you know wilson's gonna be the number two who's a lot less known so i guess you can talk about his byu career and blah 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 and why he moved to two right but you, you might have a half hour to kill right yeah and then you gotta talk about then they'll talk about Pitts and how he's unstoppable and where you can line him up anywhere and how he moved from basically. Oh, oh hold it. You're ruining Thursday night, John. Don't do this. Yeah. Yeah. He moved right. from a top 20 pick to a top five pick after his, he did have a pretty good pro day, but. Yeah. What's that mean? Yeah. The underwear Olympics is Mike Golick. He's always call it. Right. Mike, Mike Golick was a, a senior is a big disdainer of the thing that, what, what does it mean to run around in your gym shorts? Uh, it doesn't prove you're a football player, but uh, that's one man's opinion. And it, it's gotten to be sort of a, it's a cottage industry or bigger than that with the NFL. Uh, they've now gotten where they move it from city to city every year because uh, it, it generates uh, interest and income. So, uh, amazing world. Yes. NFL, NFL rules, John. Yeah, that is for sure. Speaking speaking of ruling, John, uh, the uh, how much you want to talk about the U European Super League? <laughs> uh, I can listen to you talk about it. Well, well, now, John, you you, you know probably almost as much as I do, John. But uh, what did it last? Forty eight hours. Um, no, that thing. No, it didn't. It didn't. Did it? No, no, it, it, it crashed, crashed. Uh, and, and interesting, John, John, for those of you who weren't paying attention, uh, 12 of the big, I, I, and I'm using air quotes, John, the big teams in European uh, club soccer announced Sunday that they were going to create a league uh, to play games that I don't understand why. So this is why John doesn't understand either. But anyway, they announced it like 11.30 Sunday night. Isn't that a bad sign, John? Yep. Yep. And then by Tuesday afternoon, uh, almost everybody had backed out uh, after massive media and fan uh, backlash, right? Yep. Yeah. So it was uh, a... Uh, the the uh, everything I've read has been that uh, the uh, a number of the owners uh, got together and were worried about or thought they could make more money 
uh, and did not consider all the other parts of the puzzle, uh, like how much their fans would be pissed off at such a thing. Uh, and, uh, of course, one out well, more than one analysis was, uh, why do these teams that, uh, in, in, from England who were getting in, several of them have not been shit for years. So, uh, how, how are they the ones getting into the super league? Uh, but that's, uh, you know, that's kind of like, uh, the Yankees, uh, you know, haven't won a world series in how long. But, uh, you know, they would be the big name in any such thing if baseball were to go in that direction. Uh, you, right. don't, you don't have to have won recently to be a big deal. So uh, so that's uh, uh, yeah, it was, uh, a it was kind of a greedy, greedy move by the owners. And PR, good, good PR disaster, for, yeah. Good on the fans for causing the revolution that they did. It'd be interesting to see how uh, – the NFL would react if, if you know, fans kind of held an uproar like that and see what, what would happen. Yeah, well, I think the NFL is savvy enough not to step on their fans quite that bad. But right? Are they? Well, they have a reputation for being pretty savvy, John. So, uh, which re- reminds me, John, I saw a funny, a funny tweet. Uh, about the Padres, yeah, the people in L.A. were surprised to find out they still played in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, and, and it's, way, it's way too true, right? Yeah, I mean, right. both, the, both the Clippers and the Chargers are now in the uh, in LA, it's just maybe a matter of time. But uh, anyway, so uh, I, I guess that, that was me with the Association of Ideas there, John, that uh, the whole uh, LA thing with the NFL is probably their worst PR move. Uh, and they seem to have uh, survived it at this point. Uh, yeah, they built a multi billion dollar stadium. Uh, yeah, somebody did. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, both teams are playing in it. It's a beautiful stadium too. So it is. It is. So so speaking of the Yankees, John, and this is a generic question, but uh, the Yankees uh, on talk radio is the one they talk about. Uh, how deep in the season do you have to go before you start panicking about how your team's doing in in baseball, John? Oh, a lot further than eighteen games, but I do find it quite humorous that they're last in their division. Yeah, well, I I think they won last night. Uh, they were ahead in yep. the ninth anyway, so that makes them seven and eleven. So uh, it is. Uh, I, I I you know uh, I I listen to just a little talk radio every day uh, on on Sirius. Unlike you, who listens to the locals. I think as much as anything. But but uh, the talk the talk was whether Boone Boone should be fired and Cashman fired. And they should be trading for X, Y, and Z uh, because of this. And it's like, as you say, 18, 19 games in, it's like, are you, you really, you know? I, I mean, I, they are the Yankees. I mean, of course, they're going to freak out and panic, you know, especially when Boston's in first place. Well, so yeah. That makes yeah, it the, just a little bit more. 
Right, right. Uh, the Boston, it it, uh, it really, it really, it really chokes chokes them when Boston, who wasn't supposed to be shit, is in first place uh, ahead of them, and they're in last place. But uh, uh, well, well, let, let, let ask me. Uh, this is April twenty third, Shakespeare's birthday, uh, and uh, okay, three months from now is July twenty third. Uh, before I think the trade deadline, let's see where the standings are then, right, John? Yeah, yeah, that would be a, even a month from now. I mean, even at the end of May, let's see where the standings are. I mean, you're four. I mean, they're in last place in a division. They're only four games back, so it's not like oh my god, you know, you got another hundred and right, that, bunch of hundreds, a they, bunch of games to play. They have played uh, the Blue Jays and the Rays a few times, so they have yet to play the Red Sox. So, uh, at least, uh, you know, without looking at the schedule, I, I, I look at the scores regularly, and I didn't, I'm pretty sure they have not played the Red Red Sox. So, there could be games made up very quickly. So, uh, yeah. Let's see, when is the first big series? Yes, because you know, for years that's been the only series that has mattered to uh, uh, the networks. So uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll get every game on on uh, some national platform. Wow, they don't play Boston until June. Really? Okay. Yeah. So June for, for 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 once for once they did not front load the Boston Yankees uh, uh, schedule, huh? That's no. They've got it absolutely blasted with uh, Toronto, Baltimore, and Tampa Bay. Though yeah. they played Baltimore one, two, two more times before they played Boston. They played Tampa one, two more times. Maybe they played them twice. Right. So, so it'll be four series. Yeah, four series against the Rays before they play the Red Sox. So and they got yeah. one more series with Toronto, which is makes it three right so yeah I, I knew i knew they'd i knew they'd play toronto two series uh but uh, okay so yes it, it's too early to, to pan, panic huh john yeah i yeah. would say that that means that the second half of the season they are yeah they are loaded with boston series right Pro- probably yeah one one weekend in one place one in another and they'll do it again the next month so, so John, uh, we we are. It is only what did you say? Eighteen games in, and it's too early. But you and I are going to have a, con- a conversation, I think, uh, often uh, about baseball this year. About which of us has the worst hitting team. Uh, <laughs> so, I I, I just uh, it, it is Friday, uh, as we all know, uh, John, and uh, the Cardinals are coming off. Uh, they lost one to nothing in Washington on Wednesday, uh, and three to two the night before. You do not win a lot of games with two runs over two games, John. No, no. But they have scored eighty-four runs or eighty-five runs. Well, they scored fourteen uh, the one night uh, this week. So, uh, and and let me, I, I I will I will you know your your sister. Uh, rightly gets a lot of credit for for generating uh, sports rules. She has a rule about that that if you score too many runs in a game, you, you don't win definitely the next day and maybe even you know a couple days because you're wasting runs at some point. You know, you just 
you're just burning them, John. When you go to 14, uh, unlike, uh, although yesterday the Diamondbacks needed 14, uh, when you score 14, you're, you're probably wasting six, seven, eight runs, right, John? Yeah, the Cubs in the last one, two, three, four, five games, they've scored 13 runs in one game and 16 runs in another. Yeah. They beat the Braves 13 to four, turn around and lose 13 to four the next day. Yeah. And then beat the Mets 16 to four, and then turned around and won four to three. Yeah, I saw. I saw the four. Yeah. But see, that's not that's not good, John. You, you, you know, uh, I thought you were going to follow up with a, getting shut out the day after scoring thirteen. I am actually no? shocked that they didn't get shut out. Well, yeah. Well, especially the Mets have some guys who can shut you out. So, uh, yeah, sweep of the Mets. Yeah, uh, you you and I are often anti-Met, so we we can be anti-Met again, right, John? Yes. So, so John, you did you see the Diamondback Reds game and score yesterday? I did not. Fourteen eleven in, in extra innings. The 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 Diamondbacks scored six in the top of the tenth. I know the Reds hit six home runs. I don't know how many of the Diamondbacks ended up hitting. Wow. What do, what do you what do you call that, John? Two touchdowns versus. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know. I know what your your sister always, uh, uh, with, with dripping irony, calls that a pitcher's duel, John. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a a touchdown. Two touchdowns versus a touchdown. A two point conversion and a and a field goal. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You did. You just uh, it's the kind of thing you you watch intently uh, in, in baseball. Oh, it's not football. Yeah, baseball. So uh, there, there we are. So John, wait. You know, we're we're in uh, kind of floggy season here, uh, and I know you probably have guests again. But uh, what what's your uh, TV itinerary for the weekend? Ooh, getting caught up on series. I think um, if the if the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is all done, then I think I'm gonna might binge watch that. Oh, okay. So you're you're taught. Okay, this is the uh, Captain America spinoff series out of Marvel. Yes, post Avengers Endgame with uh, the Falcon and Bucky as the win- you know, as the Winter Soldier. Right, but but you want you want you 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 want to binge the whole thing. You don't want to wait for an episode to come out, huh? Right. Which I did the same thing with WandaVision as well. Oh, oh was WandaVision any good? Depends on what you expected it to be. It was good as far as information and setting up the timeline for the future of um, the MCU. As far as action, there was no action. I mean, it was very little action. It was just a lot of weird um, flashbacks with uh, Wanda and, of course, Vision. And, um, you know, of course, Vision is actually dead in real life. Spoiler alert, if you don't know this, you're... Yeah, I, I did not. I did not. I no. I didn't know that. So I I don't know who Vision is either. So that that probably is part of it. Yeah. And uh, I, so Wanda, Wanda, after Vision dies, she goes to this place and she actually creates this fictional world that she has a a mind meld on all these people in this town and and uh, basically forces them to live in her 
alternate reality where vision is real and it starts off and a she grew up watching all these um sitcoms from you know the brady bunch to right. the dick by and dykes show to and so they're each episode of seven or eight or however many there was it transitions into another it's a sick, um, sitcom right okay yeah. sitcom series that you will recognize you know you recognize their house ends up looking a little bit like they're kind of acting like the brady bunch and then they're acting like dick van dyke where they're yeah okay that sounds bizarre uh, I, I saw somebody in a thumbnail said it was uh, it was uh, the the, uh, the the Avengers uh, crossed with Bewitched, so uh, I I I thought that was an intriguing. I wondered how that worked in real life. So uh, okay, so WandaVision, and I just want to point out to my my audience. Uh, I earlier said John likes everything. And he did not come out and say he actually liked that. So I, I'm marking that down. So, uh, right, John? John? Oh, sorry. The cat um, put me on mute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. John? John? Are you there, John? Yeah. <laughs> She, she likes to do things like that. So, so John, you did not actually say you liked it. Um, it was inter- interesting. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Okay. So there you go, people. There, there is John for once not liking something. So that's a red letter day. So we'll we'll move on. So John, you you don't have any sports marked. You're not no, watching. You're not watching the New Orleans Open. There's not an NBA game. Uh, the Cubs are playing somebody shitty this weekend. N- nothing like that, huh? Well, I think the Mavs and Lakers play the second of their their game, their series tomorrow, which would be interesting since the Mavs won last night. So, yeah, I'm fairly interested in that game. Yes, but is LeBron playing? Did AD no, didn't AD didn't play last night, but he might play Sunday. Well, no, AD, AD played last night. Oh, the, last night was his first day back then. Yeah, he only played like seventeen minutes. But. Okay, okay, so that's that's good. And this is we we don't talk about it because we don't really go into the NBA a lot, John. But the whole who plays how many minutes in the NBA and so forth is just really has some people rankled by this. Uh, and yeah. and there you go. Uh, it's hard. I mean, you're you're pointing to that game tomorrow, John. You don't know who's really going to play. No, no. Um, yeah. And it's Sunday is the next game. Okay, right. I just uh, had it. And, and probably we, you brought tomorrow Saturday. Yeah. Uh, hey, John, you brought the NBA up. Steph Curry just had a r- hell of a run. Yeah, he's he's uh he can shoot. He's not too shabby from outside, is no, he? No, no, the kid can shoot. Yes. Well, he won the three point shooting contest at the All Star game, and I guess. Uh, he got in his rhythm and has kept it till um, I, I've lost track of days. Just the last game he played, he did not break 30 after 11 30-point games in a row, which is a record uh, for somebody his age. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So pretty, pretty impressive. It's, yeah, trying, trying, trying to will his team into the playoffs. I don't know what good it does them in the end, but uh, it, it, I guess it's better not being in the playoffs, right? 
Yeah, I mean, they, he moved them up into the 10 seed. Um, they lost last night, so uh, I don't know. Oh, I thought. Okay, is that is that the latest? They're in 10? Yep, they're in the 10 hole. Oh, okay. Well, Dallas is fighting for that six coveted six spot, so they don't have to play this stupid play-in tournament. Right. So I, I think I think Steph's Steph, if they get into the ten, uh, they they feel like they might be able to win that first series and then go from there. But uh, yeah, that'd be an interesting series. Them and the Spurs, if it stays as it is right now, Mavs would play the Grizzlies. Yeah, San Antonio plays the Spurs, which doesn't make sense either. Why would the nine ten and the seven eight play? Why wouldn't the seven ten play and the eight nine play? I don't know. The whole playing thing doesn't make sense to me. Well, there you go. Uh, they they clearly didn't ask either one of us, right, John? Right. I mean, why don't we have the nine ten play right. a game, and the eight? Then the winner of that gets to play the eighteen eight seed on one day and on an extra rest. That makes it seem a little more fair to me. But you know, who am I? Yeah, I'm obviously nobody. Well. No, you're obvious. Actually, I don't know. You're I don't obvious, know anybody John. that thinks it's. I don't know anybody that thinks it's a good idea to play in series. Well, probably guys on the nine and ten teams do, John. Why? So they can go get smoked by the one seat. Well, it gives them some chance, dude. You'd okay. rather do that that than sit at home. I I suppose. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, having cleared that up, John. Uh, we we will call it a day. What do you think? Sounds like a plan. Okay, so so Jan, uh, John, uh, have have fun with the Falcon and the uh, the what winner winner whatever, and uh, I, I hope he's a winner. Uh, and uh, so uh, have a good one. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your round of golf today. Okay, thanks, bro. All right, bro.